Now I have with me two guests in the studio this morning, David Christopherson and Xavier Burrows-Ware. Uh, they're from Extinction Rebellion Woking. Uh, good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning, Graham. Good morning. And can you just tell us a bit about uh, about uh, Extinction Rebellion? I mean, people know it from the uh, some of the um, disruptive uh, demonstrations, I'm, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. How did it begin, really? Extinction Rebellion Woking um, was literally a group of individuals that wanted to be able to make a difference and uh, a change to our climate. And we constantly hear about... Um, what goes on but what what we actually hear in the press is it really what's going on and I think we've uh, as a group realized that um, and generally that our governments don't appear to be sitting up and kind of taking notice of what experts um, in their field are actually coming back and saying and everything seems to be moving much slowly um, Extinction Rebellion uh, globally is, has literally been kind of like citizens wanting to try to take back some of um, that power and say, well, actually, you know, we're concerned, even if you're not, but we kind of almost want to bring it to your attention more. Maybe if by us um, highlighting it as individuals and, and uh, as groups, um, we can actually make a difference. Uh, Extinction Rebellion is not about um, creating, um, uh, making things awkward for people, but if we can by uh, disrupt things and that disruption um, brings about awareness, then so much for the good. Right. I think one problem you've got, though, of course, a number of people are sympathetic to the cause but don't like the way you're going about it necessarily. But I guess this talk on Tuesday evening then is trying to explain things. It is, yes. Um, there will be a number of um, experts that can talk a lot more about the science that we hear about. I mean, obviously, David Attenborough is a, is a classic one that talks about um, specific uh, incidents that are happening around the world. Um, these will be people that will be able to put a lot of that uh, knowledge, um, but, you know, in a a friendly manner, a manner that's understandable. Um, and, you know, I mean, climate change affects all of us. We've seen changes. We only have to, if we only have to think about, you know, early in the year we had floods, we get longer periods of floods, of rainfall, then the weather changes and we get ridiculous temperatures. Um, that's not happening for any other reason than the fact that the climate is changing, the, the planet is, is warming up, um, and it's warming up because of gases that are being hmm. emitted into the atmosphere. Now, it's said, I think, that our, our government's taking more action than most around the world, actually, but, of course, you, you would say it's not, still not enough. Uh, yes, absolutely. But uh, nonetheless, they have, have declared uh, this, this, this climate emergency, but unfortunately, politically at the moment, things are elsewhere, aren't they? We won't mention the B word anymore, but uh, that's, that's part of the problem, isn't it? We should really be getting on with a lot, a lot more um, other things. Um, anyway, um, David, I believe there are sort of um, three main demands from Extinction Rebellion? Yes. Um, so the, the goal of Extinction Rebellion is to begin the process of solving climate change. And we're not a solutionary group in that we don't propose specific policies that we should be enacted. 
Instead, our three aims are focused on beginning that process of healing the world. Right, so okay. the first of those is to tell the truth about climate change. Um, and this, in, in many ways, is um, represented by asking our government and local government organizations to declare a climate emergency. And after doing so, we expect them to take action. Um, the second the second demand is uh, one we see that's born out of necessity, um, and that one is for the UK to reach greenhouse gas neutrality by 2025. That's a very ambitious target. Yeah, I mean, people would say that's just, just impossible. That, that we would very have to well, fundamentally yeah. have to change our, our lives considerably, wouldn't we? Yes, it, it the, the reality of trying to achieve something like that mm-hmm. does mean actual behavioural change, not just technological fixes. Yes, yes. Uh, and that is a scary thing to talk about, but a conversation that we do need to have because there is so much at stake mm-hmm. with the consequences of climate change that are in front of us. So that's why, that's why that, that target is the way it is. The final demand that we have is is really to go beyond politics as usual and to ask for something called citizens assemblies um, and many people uh, haven't heard of, of what these are but essentially a citizens assembly is a form of direct democracy uh, and in that aspect it's not too unlike a referendum but instead of a referendum the, the process instead involves finding a group of citizens who are selected at random and are representative of the UK as a whole uh, based on their demographics, so things like age or gender or income. And those people are then given uh, the opportunity over uh, an extended period, maybe six weeks, to interview experts in the field and to form a judgment between uh, all of them on what is the correct uh, solution to the issue that they're faced with. And these assemblies have been used very successfully in the past. They're recognised by the UK government as a, a, a form of democracy, and they were used in Ireland. Um, yes, that was quite successful, though, in yeah. terms of the issue of abortion, wasn't it? Um, yes, yeah. Uh, which, you know, really controversial, and uh, yet they came up with uh, proposals, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, and most people actually are fairly pragmatic and common sense about it. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, and they even been suggested to try and sort Brexit out, but I think it's a bit too late for that now. <laughs> Uh, but but okay, so that that that's the the main demands then. And so so if people go along on Tuesday evening, what they're going to expect? So on Tuesday evening is I guess part of uh, Extinction Rebellion's demand to tell the truth about climate change. So we will have uh, professional speakers who are coming to the venue to explain the reality of the climate change uh, issues that face us all. And whilst that can be quite difficult. To, to engage with, um, I would encourage people to come because really once you hear the, the terrible news about what is, what is the reality of, of what's to come, you, you really only need to hear it once. Um, so recently we've had headlines like uh, June was the hottest June uh, on record and July, uh, the July just path was actually the hottest month ever recorded on the planet. Um, and there's lots of other... 
headlines which you'll see as well you know the, the arctic mm. melting but really once you've heard these things once and you understand what's going on you don't need to hear them again because it's and, going to be the and, same and guess the problem of course is the, is the is 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 the be- means of prediction um with all these computer models you know mm. i believe now i saw a story on television the other night about the the um, ice sheets in greenland actually melting much faster than they thought they would do so it's, it's obviously terribly difficult to we know what's happening but we don't know exactly how quick things will will trigger uh, and of course in that case it's exposing a lot of uh, cold war nuclear stuff that americans put there and other things as well isn't it and environmental damage to be cleaned up and that's going to affect the the uh, the level of the oceans as well and low-lying areas are going to be and yeah. up for it. I mean, of course, what we just seen in the Bahamas, these hurricanes are getting worse, aren't they, as well? Mm. So, okay, so we've got some experts coming in about that. Uh, is it going to try and look at, you know, what, what, obviously you talk about what government might do, but I, I feel that, you know, you've got to bring the population along with you. It's a bit like speed limits. You know, mm. you might pass a law, <laughs> you know, but uh, on the other hand, do people obey it or do people actually take their own, own personal action? So it's going to be a bit about that as well. We all got to play a part. Yeah, absolutely. The approach that Extinction Rebellion has taken is not is that's actually nothing new. Um, it's a model of, of civil resistance based on nonviolent but disruptive protesting is something which has been proven to be successful um, in many previous instances. So uh, Rosa Parks, or to put it into a, a, more, a context more similar to the UK, is the suffragettes. Um, which use that approach to achieve um, what I think most people would agree is, is, is great advances in our society. But what about, I'm thinking about, you know, obviously pressurising government to find solutions, but our individual behaviour has got to change, hasn't it? Have I got to think twice about taking yet another holiday abroad in an aeroplane? Well, it's, it's Things a, like it, that? It's a difficult question to answer because ultimately the behaviour that people, people do is, is as a result of the system that surrounds them. And at XR, we have a policy of, of no blaming and shaming. Um, none of us are perfect. We all do things in our lives. That we which, know, yeah, yeah contributing. That we know yes. are good for the environment. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we can't try to be, do things better. And uh, coming together as a group of people who are concerned about climate change, we, we talk about these issues, uh, we find out what other people think, and we work together to try and think of solutions that are manageable. Okay, well, just just remind us then of uh, the details for uh, for Tuesday evening. Uh, it's uh, at the World Wildlife uh, Living Planet Centre in Woking. Isn't it just next to the light box? Yeah, it's a it's a lovely venue. So if you've never yeah. been inside before, please do come down. Uh, it yeah. starts at seven thirty and goes on for uh, two hours, I believe. Right. Okay, and you can register to attend as well if you want to. Yes, we do have an event bright page up but uh, if you don't want to uh, if you don't manage to get on there then there's no no need to you can just come down and head in it's completely free talk all right and if people want to find out more about extinction rebellion woking how do they do that we have uh we have a facebook page which is um extinct literally extinction rebellion woking uh, we can also be contacted via email uh, which is woking xr at gmail.com uh, we also meet regularly, uh, weekly, in the Woking area, um, details of which obviously will be given at the talk, but can also be found on our Facebook page. Um, and I would say that you know, if you are keen on coming to that meeting, please do register because we 
pleasingly have had uh, quite uh, a lot of interest and a lot of tickets booked um, and we are getting to capacity. We don't really want to turn people away but I would ask that if you are interested please do book. We will hold a few tickets back at the door but obviously there will only be a few tickets. Right, well thank you very much Xavier and Dave for coming in today and uh, talking all about your meeting on Tuesday evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.